Are you willing to accept the things that you can't change? And are you willing to change the things that you cannot accept? Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Entrenched Podcast. My name is Sam, and I'm so excited you decided to tune in today. Today, I wanted to talk about the whole concept of comfort and how that affects our lives. And poetically, I decided to come outside today. I'm sitting on my front porch. Um, The sky is blue. There's wisps of ice clouds overhead. The sun is shining. My dog's chilling on the driveway in front of me, and it's about 30 degrees. It's very cold, still below freezing. I'm actually sitting on ice right now, literally. Um, There's icicles on my front porch that I'm just chilling on, and the reason I'm doing this is twofold. First off, the clear air really helps my mind focus. Um, Additionally, when we talk about comfort and we talk about pulling ourselves out of our comfort zone, am I going to be in a comfort zone, let's say inside my house, inside the warm air conditioning, while I'm talking to you about that? Or am I actually going to embody what I'm saying and push myself out of my comfort zone to have a conversation with you about how you should push yourself out of your comfort zone? I really think that we we are given lives as people. In fact, some people would even argue that we don't have a real choice in life, right? So you, what are your choices? You, you pick between Honda and Hyundai. You pick between Chick-fil-A and Zaxby's. Do you actually have choice in life? Is, from the moment you're born, is, is not certain things put in place, um, certain societal patterns created for you? Is it almost like we're given a black and white life? And in order to break free of that, we must chase what I would say color. So... If you were given a black and white life, if you feel that your life is black and white, like many times I feel my life is, what are you going to do to seek color, to add strokes of beauty into your life? I'm I'm a firm believer in the concept that comfort weakens you. And the, the problem is, is the road to comfort isn't easy. So what happens in life many times, I believe, is you're born and and you realize that you want certain things out of life. So you chase and you you pursue those things. Maybe it's athletics, maybe it's friends, maybe it's a job, a career, maybe it's marriage. And once you achieve those things, once you have comfort, once you have certain assurities set in, certain guarantees you weaken. You weaken your perspective on life. You you kind of settle in to a pattern and a routine. And patterns and routines can lead very swiftly to unhealthy lifestyles. And that can span in a variety of different ways and that can look like many different things. An unhealthy lifestyle, you can have someone who is extremely fit, um, works out every day, and yet leads a very unhealthy lifestyle in their thought pattern, in their marriage, in their work life, and the way they treat their children. So an unhealthy lifestyle that doesn't just take place with the food you consume, although many times it, it can, the food you consume does play a part in it, it also takes place in, in your mind and in the way that you look at and think about life. So 
Think about a, a fighter. When a fighter's in the ring and they're the underdog, they fight extra hard to prove that they're number one. And many times that underdog drive can actually propel people to, to greatness. It can actually push them to, to the next level. And many times that underdog will win. But what happens if you win that fight and you succeed at proving that you weren't the underdog, that you are in fact the person that you thought yourself to be? What then? Do you then become comfortable with the, the lifestyle you have? Do you then embrace the, the ease that life has offered you? Or do you keep fighting with that underdog perspective? And I think that's kind of the challenge today that I'm, that I'm offering. How do, you, how do you approach your life? And are you approaching it with a, an underdog perspective? Or are you approaching it with a, a champion's perspective? Now, that probably seems, seems weird off the top, and granted it is. So let me clarify. The underdog simply tim, tends to fight with an extra aggression to prove that they have what it takes. And in the description that I'm sharing with you, the, the champion can sometimes be more relaxed because they've already proven who they are. So I'm of the belief that you should constantly fight with an underdog perspective. You should constantly engage in life to prove to you and to others that you can achieve everything that you believe you can. And engaging in an underdog perspective in life, I believe you will then maximize your potential as a human. And that's really what all of this kind of boils down to, right? We're given 80 years on this earth, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less. But if we want to average out the average human... Let's say you have 80 years in this earth. How are you maximizing those 80 years to full potential? And many people, they believe that maximizing those 80 years to their full potential is somehow achieving a certain level of comfort. And when you achieve that certain level of comfort, you've maximized your work time and now it's comfort time. I disagree with that perspective. I believe you engage in seeking discomfort for the entirety of your life, maximizing your potential from the moment you're born to the moment you die. And that potential can look like many, many different things. If you're talking about from Christianity, it's just it's just discipleship building. It's, it's relationships. It's pouring into people around you. From a monetary perspective, it's obtaining as, as much as you can physically in the world. Not necessarily for yourself from my perspective. But when you attain those things, it gives you a platform and an ability to impact and reach more people. And to use the things you've been given... for good. For example, consider the the story in the Bible where there's there's the servants, right? Um, this is one of my favorite stories where the master gives the servants talents. That's talents are essentially dollars. So I'm for simplicity, the talent the master gives his servant dollars. There's three different servants and he gives one servant um, $2, he gives one servant $5 and he gives one servant $10. And uh, the master leaves and uh, the servant with the $2, he goes and hides them in the ground. The servant with the uh, 
$5 and the $10, they both go invest their master's money and duplicate it. So the servant with the $5 uh, was able to invest the money and make his master double the amount. So he came back with $10, the servant with the $10, the same thing, and he came back with 20 right? So the master comes back and he said, how did you steward the money I gave you? And the servant with the the $10 said, you know, master, thank you so much. I, I invested the money you gave me. I invested the talents you gave me, and I received double in turn. Here you go. Thank you. The master said, well done, good and faithful servant. The same thing with the, the same thing happened with the servant with, uh, of course, the $5. But then when he got to the servant with the $2, he said, how did you invest the talents I gave you? And that servant said, well, I see what you gave me was valuable. So I went and hid it. And now here it is. And I give it back to you. And the master was very disappointed. And he said, you wicked servant. And he threw them out into the streets where there was weeping and gnashing of teeth. And I think that that's, of course, um, that's a parable in the Bible. And it's, it's simply a story to, to share a, a mindset that you should have on life. God has given us talents and he's given us abilities and he's given us tools and resources that we should use. And if we don't maximize those resources from the moment we're born to the moment we breathe our last breath, we are being an unfaithful steward of the talents given to us. Now, each person is given a different talent and each person is given a different tool, right? So the way that looks for everyone is different, but you know the abilities and the strengths that you had. And if you don't, there's opportunities for you to explore those abilities and those strengths for you to discover what you are good at, the talents that you've been given, and if you to maximize those talents. But at the end of the day, we all have the ability and the talent to love and care for people. And at the end of the day, we should love our neighbor as ourselves. And if you're just achieving that as a Christian, and if you're just achieving that as a person, loving your neighbor as yourself, then you're maximizing your time here on earth. And of course, you can scale that exponentially with being a great steward of, of the money you've been given and being a, an excellent worker at work and, and maximizing your, your potential and your value everywhere, right? Sorry if you heard a car in the background, my neighbor's just leaving. So really what I'm trying to share with you today is embrace the attack mindset. Consider working out as the parallel. You know, if you run one mile every day for five days, suddenly it'll be easy for you to run a mile. So then what do you do? Do you just only run one mile for the rest of your life? Or do you scale it up and you challenge yourself? Well, let me run two miles. Let me achieve more. And then once that two miles is easy, you say, okay, I'm going to go ahead and achieve more. And now I'm going to run three. And you keep building. You keep maximizing the potential that you have. Or are you just going to sit back and just always be content with running that one mile every day? And that's what I'm asking you to pull yourself on. And it really what it boils down to is your perspective of pain and suffering. In order to achieve anything worthwhile in life, you have to go through pain and suffering. You must. Pain and suffering teaches you valuable, valuable lessons. Whether it's pain and suffering just from working out so that your muscles can grow so you can be a stronger, more confident human. Whether it's pain and suffering for you deciding to not put that thing in your mouth that you know isn't good for your body. Whether it's pain and suffering from you deciding to work the extra hours and for you to, to push yourself to learn the extra 
tools that you need to be more successful at work so you can provide a better life for your family, whatever that pain and suffering looks like, you have to go through it. And maybe it's the pain and suffering of losing a lost one, a loved one, excuse me. <laughs> what is that pain and suffering teaches, teaching you? How is the pain of losing someone who you, you considered a valuable, beautiful person in your life? What is it teaching you? And then how are you going to use what it teaches you to benefit others around you? So when you get up in the morning, what is your mindset? Is your mindset, man, I'm going to do whatever I have to do today in order to get by and then I'm going to watch Netflix and chill? Or is your perspective, how am I going to maximize this day to reach full potential for who I am and what I can be as a human? How am I going to maximize the time I have for the glory of God, for the betterment of myself, for the betterment of my friends, for my neighbors, for my city, for my society, for my country, for my world? How? How are you going to do that? So I challenge you, challenge your perspective on pain and suffering. Because only through pain and suffering are you going to grow. And only through growing are you going to maximize your abilities. Because if you just accept where you are and you accept what is, you'll never be able to achieve everything that you're capable of achieving. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast. More episodes are coming. Of course, I always love feedback and um, perspective of the podcast. So feel free to share with me anything that you have to say if you're a friend of mine or if you live across the seas like some of my listeners um, or if you're just in a different country, different state. I would love to hear from you as well. You can always message me on Instagram at the well-dressed underscore bald man or Samuel E. Mankus, gmail.com. Of course, my contact information is in the description of this video. Y'all have a wonderful day. Seek discomfort.